Hello and welcome to Hands-On Techie Talks, where we talk about all things creation and innovation for kids like you. My name is Danielle Boyer, and I'm an Indigenous teen, educator, author, and robot maker. And I'm Vinia Gunashaker, a 12-year-old changemaker who loves robots, helping my community, and protecting our environment. Today is our second episode in the Environmental Innovation Series, where we are hearing from our guest, Varun Shreether, a student microbiologist and advocate for bringing girls into research. He is actually one of our leaders here at the STEAM Connection, my organization that started this podcast. He is a researcher, which is a person who studies or investigates a field of science and does scientific work. I love science. My favorite kind of science is environmental, actually. But you all know that. There are different kinds of sciences. For example, botany is the study of plants, earth sciences is the study of our earth, and chemistry is the study of atoms, molecules, ions, and how they react. Even if you don't want to pursue a future job in science, it still plays a huge role in our day-to-day lives. Also, remember that you can follow along with this episode at home at www.steamconnection.org hands-on with our fun activity sheet. Let's meet our guest. Hello, Varun. Hi, my name is Varun, and I'm 21 years old, which isn't too much older than both of you. I am a college student who's studying bacteria, which can sound really scary, but it isn't at all. I've looked up to scientists and researchers my whole life, from famous scientists like Einstein to even my own grandparents, who have inspired me to keep learning. I have been in college since 2018, and I go to school at the University of Washington, which is in Seattle, Washington. They have an awesome lab that I work at there. And there are different levels to college. I am currently at a starting point and have a lot of school left. I'm in something called undergraduate school, which is usually your first four years, depending on the career and future goals. I haven't even started high school yet, but that sounds like a lot of school. I think if you're studying what you love, though, it is worth all the time and effort. It really is worth it. It can be hard, but many good things in life are. Like I said before, I study bacteria. Everyone says that they're really scary, but I don't think they are at all. Even though a lot of people think that bacteria can only make you really sick, only 1% of bacteria actually do this. The rest are either just living their own lives like humans, or helping the environment. Wait, wait, wait. Only 1%? If I were to make a giant brownie to share with people, and cut 100 squares, and only got to keep 1% of the brownie, that would be just one square! That is such a little amount. I want to keep 100% of the brownie, which would be all of it. Yeah, I would totally want to keep all the brownie too. If 100% of bacteria made people sick, our world would be really, really different. A lot of people don't actually realize that bacteria do so much for the environment. Without bacteria, none of us would even be here. They do a crazy amount of stuff, from making food for animals, to making nutrients easier access to plants, even to making the air that we breathe. In fact, scientists have just discovered a new bacteria that makes a gas called nitrous oxide, a really important part of the atmosphere. Bacteria are also useful in getting dangerous compounds out of the environment. Just like how we eat food like pizza or ice cream, these types of bacteria can actually eat stuff that would be really harmful to anything else. Scientists have even found bacteria that light up when they eat these dangerous compounds, making it easier for these scientists to figure out what's going wrong in the environment. Hold on. Bacteria can light up? 
That's crazy! Some of my robots glow in the dark, actually. I think it is really fun because I can turn on my robots, turn off the lights, and still see the robot moving around. Wow, that sounds so fun. Lately, scientists have even been able to engineer bacteria or design them for very specific functions. For example, if we want a bacteria that eats up plastic in the ocean, scientists have the tools to make it. Bacteria are all over the place, helping every bit of life on Earth flourish. I never thought about it like that. I'm interested in more of a technological approach to helping our environment, like through robots and other stuff. Bacteria plays an even larger role than I thought it did. We will touch more on the atmosphere later when we talk about the Industrial Revolution. So, let's dive into some questions about your work and how we can learn more on our own. What inspires you to do what you do? Honestly, I am inspired by so many different things. For a long time, it was hard for me to pinpoint exactly what inspired me to do what I do now. But from the moment I started college a couple of years ago, I knew that I wanted to follow in my grandmother's footsteps and do research that would change the world. I currently work in a laboratory, a place where I can do my research, through the University of Washington. I think my family's work plays a large role in what I like to do. For example, my mom is an engineer. My mom helps make communication easy for people who build machines. That is so cool. My family influences my interests a lot too, now that I think about it. My mom is an artist and my dad is an electrical engineer. Their work inspires me a lot and what I've ultimately been pursuing. Like, I draw every day for the books I wrote and I'm continuing to write and also design circuits all the time. I hope that we can inspire you, our listener, to pursue what you love in case your family doesn't do what you're interested in. So, Varun, I've never worked in a lab before. I work usually in my robotics workshop, which is set up very differently than your lab, which I've actually visited. My workshop is filled with tools, machines, and robot parts. I focus on teaching classes and making robot kits there. What do you do in your lab? For a really long time, a lot of people thought that bacteria were just tiny little things just living on their own. Because they don't have brains or a mouth to talk, people didn't think they could work together as a team, like how humans can. But not too long ago, we found out that bacteria can actually talk to each other and work together just like us. They have their own really cool, unique way of sending messages, kind of like a chemical text message. The harmful bacteria, though, use this chemical texting to make you sick, which is a pretty big problem. So in my research lab, I'm trying to figure out more about how bacteria talk to each other and how to stop the bad bacteria from texting each other. We talked a little bit about how bacteria impacts the environment. Since I want to become an environmental engineer, could you tell me more about this? Of course. One really good example is oil spills. The main place where we get oil to power our cars is actually from wells beneath the ocean. When big companies go into the ocean to get this oil, sometimes their machines break and a bunch of oil will get into the water, which can be really harmful to all the fish who live there. But it turns out that bacteria can actually eat up all the oil and clean up the water for all the fish. Just like this, bacteria are all over the environment making useful stuff and cleaning up the environment, whether it's making oxygen for us to breathe or getting rid of the dangerous chemicals. I thought about the oil spill problem from an entirely different perspective, Varun. Because I design robots, I've always thought about solving oil spill problems from this perspective. There have been recent oil spills in Russia, for example, and we still need a better way of cleaning them up. 
A student made a floating solar-powered. Solar-powered means uh, controlled or powered by the sun, by the way. Uh, and it's a robot. It is filled with nanoparticles made from tree leaves that can be that can separate oil from water. I think that is so cool. After filling up with oil, the robot can actually be reused. It was developed by a student named Tejas Cabra, and I hope to meet them one day. Designs that can help people always intrigue me. I'm really interested in things like how we can use technology to help keep us safe. I just heard about a way to clean up oil spills through oil-absorbing wood chips. It's so crazy how many different ways we can tackle problems. I often think about how if we all work together to help our world, we wouldn't be having the climate crisis that we have now. I think that Danielle and I especially have to think about our impact on the environment. The industrial age when manufacturing was just starting really damaged our earth, and we need to make sure that our projects don't do the same. You're right. What's the quote? Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it? Yeah, I totally agree. The industrial age is commonly seen as an entirely positive thing. Just as bacteria seems like an entirely negative thing and isn't, the industrial age isn't all good. The industrial age brought in new innovations and machines and inventions that made it easier for people to make things and to do work. But with that came some not-so-good things. Burning fossil fuels like coal, natural gas, and oil to fuel machines led to greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide and methane filling the atmosphere. These greenhouse gases over time started trapping all the heat given off by the sun, making the planet hotter and hotter. This is really dangerous. That's a great point, Danielle. Greenhouse gases and the planet warming are really big problems, and scientists around the globe are looking for answers. Just like everything else, bacteria are one of these answers. Just like how bacteria can give us air to breathe, they can also eat up all the bad greenhouse gases that pollute the environment and make the earth warmer. Wow, bacteria can do so much. If I wanted to learn more about bacteria, what should I do? That's a great question. The website Biology for Kids, with the number four, is a really awesome resource. They define terms and show pictures of things like the tiniest organisms and microbes. They also have more resources, like Chem for Kids and Geography for Kids. The American Museum of Natural History has a page called Ology that has microbiology videos, games, stories, and hands-on activities. I love it so much, and I think you should check it out. There's also a book called The Invisible ABCs, written by Rodney Anderson, that talks about microbes and tiny organisms of all types, from A to Z. It talks about a bunch of bacteria in really easy-to-understand ways. Whoa, I can't wait to check these things out. I don't have a lot of experience with bacteria because most of my work right now is with robotics, circuits, and 3D modeling. I'm always looking for new resources to learn from. What kind of microbiology project could I do at home? This activity is on the hands-on worksheet that if you haven't accessed already, you can access it at www.steamconnection.org hands-on. This activity was inspired by the Ology website, where you can make your own microbe home with dirt and cool stuff like that. I can't wait to do that activity. Thank you so much for joining us today, Varun, and for teaching us more about your work and how bacteria and our environment go hand in hand. This was really interesting, and I can't wait to continue to learn more. Tune in next Tuesday for episode three to learn more about how to become an environmental innovator in your own community. Thank you so much for having me, Vinya and Danielle. I love the learning alongside you.